Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 206 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. This week, we have Des Raven, as usual. Hey, all. We have Not Sin, and we have RNG Gator. Hello. Because <laughs> Sin is busy slaving away. They have him chained to a desk somewhere at a car dealership. I don't know why. Oh, wait. No, yeah. He's a car salesman, and it's end of month. So I guess he has to work late. Excuses, excuses. Whatever will we do? <laughs> we will continue on with no worries at all. That's what we'll do. But it will be sad not to get live updates and all the such. Uh, what's new first? We'll start with Dez. Not much. Not much? Not much. <laughs> Fair enough. RNG, what's uh, new? You came in here as a last-minute thing. <laughs> uh, any weird work things you want to talk about? Or if not, we'll just get into Destiny stuff here in a little bit. But uh... <laughs> I don't want to talk about work. Nope. Right? No, I don't want to talk about work. We talk about that sometimes just in, you know... <laughs> work sucks. You know, commiserate and stuff. But <laughs> Oh, man, that sucks. Sorry. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Hopefully it gets <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. I know. I always think at times things are crazy. I every once in a while I get tempted to fire a customer that are just being stupid. But then I'm like, it's hard to turn down the money too. <laughs> you know? Right. If if I truly got to the point where like I was getting more new big customers, of course, that seemed very very good potential and then it would be easier to like okay yeah we're gonna fire these people over here that are stupid but right now i ha I still have time to fit everyone in so i'll just live with the annoying ones also anyways um okay so uh there's week what is this week five week six week five of the story try and remember sure. the I'm week after remember. spoiler who died? Crow. <laughs> I mean, Amanda. Crow. Did he die? Oh, I didn't do the story this week. Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're lying. <laughs> you know I'm lying? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been so epic if they killed two people in a row, one the week after the other? Mm -mm. Not sure. this time. Not this, Not this time. time. Not this time, yeah. But, but we do have the next Vanguard for the hunters, so he can't die. Yeah, maybe. We do have something else. I'm looking at the. Let's go into triumphs here. There's still a radio message that we haven't heard. So that's right. Still gonna, yeah. You were telling me that, and I think I noticed that also. And then there is also a secret triumph that's right next to the mission triumphs. So. Who knows? It'll probably just be one of the, the typical um, last uh, week or last couple weeks of the season. You know, like they call that a epilogue or whatever. Um, maybe it'll just be something like that. But um, uh, the story for now is basically done with uh, Season of Defiance so far. <laughs> so Destiny's now a dead game, right? Nothing to do. <laughs> That's why I'm playing Fortnite now. Are you really? <laughs> no. I did I mean, jump into it last night. Yeah. We've still been raiding and stuff. Uh, yeah. Did did we... Okay. 
I mean, we've maybe talked about it a little bit, and this has kind of been a discussion on some other shows lately, but just real quick while we have you, RNG, what are your impressions so far of the raid, and how do you think you'll like it long run? I don't know about in the long run how much I'm going to like it, but right now it's I do not like going to the in-between uh, mm-hmm. encounters. That is annoying as shit. That takes way too long. The fact that you can't use a sparrow in some of them parts is stupid. Well, and, and even in other raids even, where they have jumping puzzles, you can go faster as you get better at the jumping puzzle. Yeah, I don't like the fact that you have to shoot buffs, jump on them stupid catapults to get to the next part. I'd rather just I'd rather have a jumping puzzle with ships or something like that would be more fun. Sorry. No, I, I mean know, I it's, think it's, it's most an people okay agree. raid. It's just it's just it's not one of my favorites. It's not go it would not crack my top five. Yeah. Yeah, same it's here. Not, it's not a mechanic, Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not a mechanic. <laughs> it, it, it's a jumping puzzle mechanic. No, I don't know. No, it's something no. that's for sure. Uh, it's you know, I'd already, I'd already kind of been talking about this before when we were when I was reviewing the raid a week or so ago on our podcast and a bunch of other ones too, and. I don't know. This this raid isn't even so much that it's... I wouldn't necessarily say it's the most boring, but it's just annoying. <laughs> so that with it being a little bit boring, a lot annoying, it's very beautiful still. I'm having fun enough. Um, mechanics aren't super interesting except for the planet room. And, uh, and then even to loop back again, the ad control is quite crazy at times that even newer groups are still having problems. So it's like none of the good of anything. It's like not fun mechanics and it's not necessarily fun bringing newer groups through either because yeah, some people handle it really well, but a lot of people are having major problems with ad control, especially at the end and stuff. So ask me again in a couple of weeks and I'm sure my opinion won't change too much. <laughs> I mean, I feel anyways. like that, yeah, I just... <laughs> I feel like once I get in there and get all the weapons at least once and stop getting a grenade launcher every time and maybe probably get the exotic to follow, it'll probably drop off. It'll probably drop down how much I want to rate it. You know, right now there's something to chase. There's something You're to only chase. rating for not. No, that's fine. That's fair. I'm only rating for loot. <laughs> yes. I'm only rating for loot. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got the shotgun. Was it yesterday? The exotic. Nice. Yeah, I got lucky. I mean, again, I don't really mind. I'm always fine going longer. We did have, I did have the slightly increased chance because we did an all um, strand run the other night. And so that's one of the triumphs that'll check off to give you an increased chance, kind of like how the dungeon works. But I still didn't expect to get it it this quick. Maybe I'll get it now. (laughs) (laughs) And Sin, Sin again will be at the tail end, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Kato. I still required. Yes, you are more than welcome because I did say yes. So <laughs> I knew you were finishing stuff up. All right, so I just wanted a quick opinion from RNG on that. I'll ask Cato too, and then we'll go into uh, some pretty interesting news and stuff that's come out this week. Anything else we want to talk about? And we want your comments in the chat too, like what you think of the raid so far. You can have a totally different opinion, what you want to see different, and we're going to get into the fun weapon news too. But Cato. <laughs> Me and RNG gave our opinion. You didn't hear it, so you can give your true opinion too. What do you think of the raid so far, and how are you going to like it in the long run? 
Uh, I like the raid, but I'm already kind of over it. And I don't have that many runs on yet. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the... It's fun, but it's really not fun because there's no mechanics outside of two throughout the whole raid. Basically, right? So, but but the jumping puzzle makes up for it, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> that part. Don't even get me started. Right. Well, you just like pushing buttons, don't you, Kingsley? <laughs> uh, it, it, that part. It's so annoying because most jumping puzzles, you can just run through and wait. Not this one. No, you have to just go as a team, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kind of. Well, I mean, you... well, you got to wait at the door either way, which other jumping puzzles can be like that too, but there's just something about this that's annoying. Well, it's the fact that the buffs you have to activate, can it, it, just, it gets very confusing when people get separated. It gets very chaotic for something that's not... Um, well, yeah, you can learn it yeah. pretty quick, but it's annoying. That's how I would I say... Mean, I mean, yeah. it gets chaotic trying to keep up with each other. Yep. What I'm talking oh, it does. About. I know, right? It's like I've seen a couple groups to be like, okay, everyone stick together quickly. I'm like, how well does that really work? Even if we have a lot of experience, like six people trying to jump across on that thing at a time, or even if we do three and three, like one right after each other, and there's undoubtedly going to be like one warlock that even if we're trying to do our jump right, we'll miss it. So it's like even with experienced crews, it's really hard to stick together. It's just annoying how they do it. Even as a Titan, you can get shot, overshot and slammed into a wall and uh, sorry. It's yeah. almost probably better just doing like a three and three or something. Just be like A it team is. and B it, team. <laughs> it would make sense to split up either that or two, two, and two, something like that. Yeah. I've noticed with that particular encounter, you always have your couple of people that are just going to run ahead. As long as those people run ahead and just like stack or get the refuge buff constantly, that way it's there and waiting for the people that are falling behind, it's not bad. But if you get too far spread apart because it doesn't put your revive with the rest of the group, then it's it's a time slog, and you're just going to be there forever waiting mm-hmm. on people to catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I, I think I'd probably give it a 6 out of 10. I could see Okay. That. Yeah. Six I mean, I enjoy it. Uh, I don't I've done a few Sherpa runs, but not a whole lot. And I know it's something we've talked about just in chat has been it's an easy raid for experienced people. The people that struggle in raids in general, this is a very hard raid for them. Yeah. I keep trying to say that. Like, I've seen groups have a hard take forever in even the planet and the a little bit in the second encounter, but that's a little more based on the runners, right? But in the third and the fourth encounter with the ad density and everything like that, it's just, it can be really hard still for even the people that don't have the, you know, the positions that are just doing ad control. It can be. Yep. Well, thanks for those things. You know, thanks for you guys coming in too here last minute it's funny we uh 
don't have sin and we gain two other people. <laughs> uh, Hayes lost hard for inexperienced raiders. Yeah, I don't know if you heard the whole thing we said or you can clarify on that question, but um, I've seen this some, Cato's seen this some, and it's a little early to say 100%, but just from being an experienced Sherpa, just seeing how what people's abilities are and stuff, I'm 70% sure that, and I'm not sure if you were uh, being serious or not, but 70% sure that this raid isn't necessarily, and I was trying to say this on GDC also, but this raid isn't necessarily easy for inexperienced raiders. They're hearing that it's easy because of the mechanics are easy, but I've been with several groups that we were for hours still where no one, and it wasn't really because of the runners were messing anything up. It was just ad control and they just do a lot more density of ads and things like that. So you can get overwhelmed very easily. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think the big struggle for that I've noticed is because it's so fast paced. There is no like, Oh, I can go stand over here, recover, and then kind of like recenter. It's more just go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I think what we've mentioned too. It's, um, it is kind of just like that. And even with like the last area, we, you know, we're kind of putting people in positions like add people left, right, and then two in the middle, but it's not that simple. The ad people need to, and I guess this could be an argument for, well, then at least the ad people are doing something more interesting, but um, the ad people can't just be like, I'm just killing ads on the left. You know what I mean? You got to really help everywhere and, uh, you know, just do your job well. <laughs> this is yeah, one you of the... Keep, you got to keep your head on a swivel Yeah, that last encounter because they're coming from everywhere. This mm -hmm. is one of the probably the only raid that I actually enjoy doing ads over the mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is interesting, right? Because like mm -hmm. the, that's what I've tried to tell people too, in other raids, even like, especially garden. Um, people are like, I don't want to shoot the ice for boss. I'm like, it's not that hard. And once you figure it out, it's just a kickback, relax thing. The ad people actually have it harder. <laughs> They have to do more work, <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the that's one of the unique things about that part in Garden. It's not all the other positions and the other encounters aren't like that, but that one is. But this raid too, it's kind of like once you figure out the um, connecting mechanic, yeah, yeah, that seems fun for a while. But then you ironically may want to go back over to ads, except for maybe the planets encounter. That one's a little interesting. Although I always did ads for the first time on the planets encounter, mm -hmm. and I didn't kind of like it. And I knew what to do well because I, from my experience of like when I was just doing planets and, uh, you know, if the ad control wasn't as good in different areas, I knew kind of like where the things were spawning in and keeping to a side. And also when, you know, the centurions or whatever weren't out, I would um, help shoot the scions too to help the plate people and stuff. But um, it actually kind of was fun in a weird way. <laughs> it really well, is. Because you're not running back and forth staring at planets. You're actually looking at everything. Yeah. For me, it's the fact that you're literally... You're not just standing in one spot shooting ads. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. Well, well, I'm sure we'll talk more about this. And um, let's get into some 
uh, interesting information about uh, a TWAB that came out today, and which kind of goes into some of the more interesting things on the patch patch notes that came out today. Because I definitely have some experience too with this whole discussion on legend difficulties, and this is kind of a topic that got pushed to the forefront today. So, Dez, do you have TWAB? Twabby TWAB TWAB? I have TWAB. I has TWAB. Has TWAB. Excellent. Has Take TWAB. it away. And we will discuss. <laughs> Loading TWAB. Please wait. Yes, Helios, you're without sin tonight. So I brought in extra people. Uh, RNG, live update. What are you doing? There we go. Sitting in orbit. <laughs> That's boring. <laughs> I was just running around Zer's treasure hall, running around doing picking up. I know I had keys, so I was going to turn them in and get weapons. I real quick, I did. I finished my Thunderlord Catalyst in Dares the other day because I never worked on that for whatever reason. Because I don't know if I didn't care, but I never really regret not working on Catalyst ahead of time because whenever I do need to get them, it usually doesn't go that long. Sure enough, it didn't go that long, especially when you get the unlimited ammo and dares, you know, in the second encounter. Oh, yeah. A few runs, all it took. Mm-hmm. So now I have right. my Thunderlord Masterwork. Go ahead, Des. So, we have we has TWAP, uh done by one hippie, um, which immediately made me feel bad, uh, considering Amanda Holiday a something of a background character, considering she super looks up to Amanda Holiday. Oof. Mm. Oof. Oof indeed. <laughs> so uh, she has this entire, like, paragraph long memorial to Amanda Holiday. Nice. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it's just, you know, you, you can never predict uh, a character's impact on someone. Uh, yeah. Just certain things that line up exactly, and oof, you, you have a role model. Yeah. Uh, even <laughs> whether you intended to or not. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, first big thing they talk about is difficulty. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, wait, seriously? So, they're apparently making some things easier. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. Taking down, <laughs> taking down enemy HP. Um, uh, the scalar, they're being reduced in all non-raid dungeon, all non-raid slash dungeon legend and master activities by ten percent. What master activities are there outside of raids or dungeons? Uh, oh, nightfalls. Nightfalls. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, um, I was. Duh. <laughs> but other than and, Night uh, Falls, uh, story, just does. Uh, story doesn't do master, does it? Lost sectors. Yeah, it does. Oh god, why am I stupid? Oh. All right. And <laughs> also, they are reducing the co-op enemy HP scalar in Legendary Avalon by thirty-three percent. Okay. Wow. So yeah, pause really quick. Had you heard anything, Des, about comments about e- either of these things? And what's your initial opinion? Since you haven't really tried these activities out. Uh, people need to suck it up and get good. Yeah, fair, fair. 
<laughs> now, that's how you really feel. I, I think it's a little. I think it's a little more nuanced than that. Because... Um, no, I, I do think it's funny though that they're immediately, they like do these things to make the game a little more difficult. Uh, because again, people, people do the cry of, oh my god, this game's too easy. Oh my god, you can just breeze through this. So they do a bunch of stuff, to, like increase the overall difficulty of the game, and now months or so down the road they're, they're tweaking things back now so yeah i don't well, here, know here's Maybe, a little more information <laughs> i was about to say perhaps this one like mission i'm assuming um is just a massive pain yeah uh that's part of it but, that's part of it yeah which i mean in that case it's fair and also to be fair at least in No, nah, actually, I don't get the uh, the other the Legend Master ten percent HP redu- reduction. I, I don't get that one. Um, but the, yeah. the like I said, the singular mission, I, I can get. I I can at least see that one, considering it's one mission, so it's probably slightly accidentally overtuned. Yeah, I can here's imagine. my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Um, now, I like to take their words for. Granted, give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, I know sometimes they have to just use certain words to um, use that as an excuse, I guess, for why they're changing. But a lot of times, people will change things, not, <laughs> not necessarily because people were complaining or whatever, but they actually did see like it wasn't exactly how they wanted, i.e. testing. It can never be exactly known for sure until it's out in the wild. They use the words here, we felt we're a little higher than we liked. Here's what I noticed and other people noticed. It wasn't very standardized. The Legend Nightfall, and yes, this Legend mission, were like Legend Nightfall was like a lot harder than the Legend Defiant Battlegrounds. The Legend Defiant Battlegrounds were actually, I'd almost say on par or easier than um, last season's Legend Defiant. And then the legend, Defi- and then the legend nightfalls were like a lot harder than the legend defiant battlegrounds. And then the legend, the story mission was like the hardest yet. So to me, I'm just seeing it as a way where they're kind of just bringing everything in line. Um, I still uh, think I went into a legend nightfall today to test it out after the update, and trust me, it's still hard, harder than last season's legend nightfall. So that answers the question for people saying they're making it just as easy as before or easier. I don't know where people got that information from it, but um, 10% isn't that much. <laughs> so I don't know if I really felt much of a difference in legend, but I'm really excited for the, the exotic mission. All right, Kato, what do you think? If you're still here. Yeah, I'm still here. The only oh, thing yeah. I've ran so far is the legendary mission the avalon that caliber whatever the fuck you want to call it and that was before the update or do you mean today oh, well, both both okay I ran it before the update and then i was just running it now and we're like it is a noticeable difference with a full fire team it is definitely a noticeable difference i think <clears throat> probably my only complaint with it is the changes they made, legendary feels more like master, I guess. I'm not saying it's not doable. It's just you're not going to breeze through it. It's definitely harder than last season's um, 
exotic mission, mm-hmm. but it's still mm-hmm. it's still doable. But it's you're you're going to invest some time into doing it. Oh yeah. Last seasons, I had no problem running it by myself if I couldn't find nobody. This one, I feel like I just don't want to run this by myself. You know. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the thought too. In in my opinion, I feel like they want to make things harder. And I master and grandmaster is still there, and I'm glad they made legend harder. But like the but the legend mission, the legend mission, no one was really wanting to run it. They tried it both solo and with the fire team, and we're just getting murked. And yes, you can say come back in, get good, try harder, and. I would have probably eventually done that too, but it just, just, it just, it wasn't worth the effort that I was putting into it. I wasn't even mm-hmm. having a little bit of fun, really, if that makes sense. I got to have a little bit of fun, you know what I mean? Trying certain things. And so, I don't know. I'm glad they did this on the mission. Um, the other stuff, I really think it's going to be mostly inconsequential. Yeah. I think the other stuff will be fine. It probably just brought everything in line where it should be, per se. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I but hey, I I love everyone's opinions, and it doesn't mean that we're complaining about it one way or the other. We're having a discussion about it, and it's fun to, you know, fun to have opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. Um. But yeah, I this is this was the discussion today, Des, and I, I was happy to hop in another one today too, so I could actually test it out. And so, don't worry, people. It's not. Super easy. <laughs> it's still hard. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. I, like I said, it's... difficulty is definitely one of those things that is tricky. Mm-hmm. Considering also... Hmm? Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. No, I was about to say, like, especially considering when most of our fan base doesn't even understand like what makes content difficult because I've, I've even struggled like myself like thinking oh just because you give it a bigger HP bar it doesn't make it harder yeah I, actually it does whether yeah. you call it artificial difficulty or not difficult is still difficult Right. Well, and everything different so, difficulties can be different for different people. Like some people, they can find it oh, yeah, easy. Like, some people have good spatial awareness, can find yeah. the spot on the map to hide easier than other people, and they don't care if the boss has a large HP bar because they'll eventually yeah. work it down. But other people, if the boss has the large HP bar and they can't find anywhere to hide or take down the ads quick enough, then they're going to have more difficulty yeah. with the I mean, larger HP bar. Yeah, and like the 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 best example. Of like you said, different difficulties for different people is exactly this new raid. Because mm-hmm. like I said, there are people. I mean, good lord, it was a it was a two and a half hour raid race. My God, that's short. <laughs> but also at the same time, you're still taking through people that are taking like multiple hours. Like I've I've read of people knocking this raid out in thirty minutes. In like the second and third week, which is nuts, <laughs> but at the same time, like I said, you're still having people that take multiple hours still because of just 
it, it's a different like add density takes a different skill set to like mechanical understanding. Yeah. Another way to put it too is I'd way rather take like four new people through like Vault of Glass than this raid. Way rather. <laughs> oh yeah. So that can kind of show you is this the easiest raid then in all cases? Maybe not for everyone, but yeah. All right, carry on. Good discussion. I don't know. I think that's all I had. Yep. For that. Um, oh, yeah, 12. Ah, sorry. <laughs> carry on the 12. <laughs> carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Des, yeah, yeah. you need yeah. to tell us more. No. <laughs> what were we doing again? <laughs> exactly. Like, I was. I was I, I liked that conversation and it's like okay that was that was a very like you know, satisfying and conversation for this week you know, to right? the hub. <laughs> right. Um anyway. So yeah, also more accommodation stuff changes, you know, whatever blah blah. Uh, moving on. Uh mid-season preview. Yes, we're actually getting a preview of the mid-season weapon balance that is happening. Uh, the first thing they give us a heads up on is PVE primary weapon balancing. Wait, is this? Oh, yeah, that's today's update that everything just got a little weaker in those certain yeah. circumstances. So, yeah. coming mid-season, um, probably, what, a couple weeks or so? Yeah, a week or two, it's got to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, primaries. Uh, primaries are becoming retuned for PVE slightly. Um, auto rifles. <laughs> auto rifles are yeah, because this is damage, right? I'm not like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, this is damage. So yeah, auto rifles are getting a 25% damage buff. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for that. Oh yeah. I mean, it sounds, I mean, that sounds good to me. Like, holy <sighs> crap. Um, Pulse rifles, handkins, sidearms, 20%. I'm here for that too, especially since kind of being pigeonholed and using pulses some, for some things, and now I'll be more happy to use it. Yeah. Scout rifles, 10%. And I get that because they give the entire warning in the kind of long paragraph or semi paragraph, half paragraph, whatever. Um, above it in the fact that they don't want to tune scouts too harshly at for, or too much at first because they do essentially have unlimited range in PPE and unlimited ammo. So they don't want to make them too, too strong or else it's just going to become, everybody's just going to sit you know, back and shoot them. I mean, it's going to become destiny one vault of glass. And if you know, you know, <laughs> Um, SMGs and bows aren't touched uh, because apparently SMGs and bows are like the benchmark that they're tuning the other weapons for. So however they are is however they're going to be. Yeah. Alright. Uh, some more specific things happening. Um, they're going to be tuning uh, aggressive frame SMGs later. Um, but they are tweaking the iClose SMG. Because <clears throat> apparently the scope was tuned to have less recoil than intended. Uh, so once this weapon, once this 
the mid-season patch hits, uh, it will have more recoil in the scope. And will be in line with other aggressive frame SMGs. So, um, and again, everything following that is essentially, yes, it's not really fixing, you know, aggressive SMGs, but that change is coming down the line. I believe they said season 21. Yep. Yeah, they did. All right. So, fusion rifles. Um, they hit fusion rifles, they explain, uh, rapid fires in particular, um, because they were tuning back shotguns. Um, and they preemptively hit rapid fires because they didn't want rapid fires to basically just be the backup shotguns. Um, but now that shotguns are powerful, uh, more powerful, with the airborne effectiveness and and uh, you know predictable, or at least more predictable pellet spread, uh, they are giving back some of uh, rapid fire fusion rifle effectiveness um, to basically in a it's it's good it's going to deal fifteen more damage per entire burst. So there's that. And PV damage will be unchanged. <laughs> trace rifles. So they're doing some funky stuff with trace rifles. Um I I did not read this paragraph. Because trust me, there are a lot of freaking paragraphs in this uh, preview. <laughs> we like TLDRs. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but from what I gather in these changes, uh, because they're increasing base damage of 4%. Yeah, trace rifles by 4%, but they're reducing the precision multiplier by a little bit. Now, usually when they do this, it's essentially they're making the weapons easier to use uh, because it's narrowing the gap between body shot and precision damage. So usually overall TTKs don't change much, but they do become more lenient on their precision uh, necessities. Usually. And also they're increasing the effectiveness of stability at 100 by 10%, and of course will scale down the lower that number is. Mm. So TLDR, they'll be easier to use, but not necessarily more powerful? Exactly. Okay. It, exactly. They'll uh, Technically, they'll be a little more powerful because oh, yeah, they are easier to use, but yeah. they're not... They might kill in the same time, but Again, with an increase of ease of use. I mean, good lord, it got people to use auto rifles back when they did this to auto rifles a year or two ago, I'm wanting to say. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So it can it can increase the power without actually increasing the power of the weapon. Figure that one out on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Read between the lines. <laughs> exactly. So Rapid frame sniper rifles. Their recoil is getting reduced by 50%. Jesus. Um, and they're increasing total ammunition, both magazine and reserves, by 30%. PVE also? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. 
which well, probably, I mean is this, I just didn't read it yet. Yeah. Yeah. This I mean th- yeah, this is a hundred percent just an ease of use PVE uh DPS change, essentially. Um this will make rapid fires more manageable without a div cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, I mean, yeah, and like, like I said, not reading the paragraph, but reading the changes. That's that's exactly what this sounds like. Um, so yeah, uh, and also just easier to use in PvP in general. Like, if you're a good, if you're a flick shot master, I mean, fifty percent less recoil is going to be pretty massive as well there. So uh, mm-hmm. that's just an all around buff. So exotic weapons. Um, they're doing some tuning. Uh, final warning. That's the new sidearm? Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's not going to be able to mark people through a Titan Barricade anymore. Because <laughs> apparently it could do that now. Alright, yeah. So, while they do find this interaction hilarious, they also don't find it very fair. So, they're fixing that. Taraba. Who's using Terraba these days, honestly? A lot BDP, of people. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. So that, that's why this is getting changed. <laughs> so it's... they are reducing the amount of Ravenous Beast energy generated when taking damage from 3% to 1%. Um, so at least while taking damage, Ravenous Beast will gain literally three times slower. And they are reducing the zoom from 16 to 15 so they're pulling it back a couple meters. Yeah. Revision Zero apparently has some funky stuff happening to it with fourth times the charm. Mm. And Hunter's Trance. Um, apparently it's literally knocking it out of, well, they keep referring to pulse rifle mode, but I mean, technically it's always a pulse rifle because it's like two or four shots, right? Yeah, the, the special yeah. load on it gives you four shots of uh, okay. sniper, basically. Oh, okay. oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently Force Times the Charm is knocking you out of sniper mode and putting you back into pulse rifle mode, unintentionally. Um, so what they're going to do uh, is Force Times the Charm will reset when entering Hunter's Trance. Um, they're also increasing the PvE damage of the Hunter's Trance rounds by 25%, and increasing the PvE damage of the Hake Heavy Burst rounds by 75%. Okay, Ouch! So like, holy balls! Check this out again? Yeah, put this on. Like, as soon as this patch hits, put that thing on. I don't know what kind of numbers it's dealing now. But That's my it. god, 75% is massive! Especially for the heavy two burst. Yes. Like holy balls. It's nice. I, I mean, I did feel like there was really no difference between the two perks. There's, there's gonna be. (laughs) You're gonna feel that, buddy. Um, (laughs) I mean, you're gonna feel twenty five percent, like ten percent. That twenty ten percent. On the hundred yeah. trace rounds, that those four shots before, what was it? I want to say they were doing like thirteen thousand ish, if not more. I don't remember. It was yeah, healthy. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, uh, 10% changes, like when they do like 5, 10, maybe 15-ish. That 5 and 10s, you can like get away with not really feeling. Um, usually about 15 to 25, you're definitely going to feel. Anything above that, you'll feel. Something as massive as 75%, I don't remember the last time they buffed anything by over 50%. Yeah. So, use this. <laughs> um, also, um, reticules. Okay, this is going to be at Season 21 launch. Um, we are getting reticule, hipfire reticle changes. Um, they're modifying, and there's a nice little video preview uh, on the TWAB of these reticle changes. Of basically what they have in like development right now. Um, so they wanted to share information better, such as accuracy, aim, kit, blah, blah, aim assist, charge state, and exotic perk states. So a lot of these, you know, exotic weapons that have whatever happen, you'll be able to see, like, on the hip fire reticule, like these notches essentially, to let you know that a thing, you're using a thing still. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, which I definitely feel is something more, a little more aimed, I guess, for a mouse and keyboard. Uh, because it is a little easier to hip fire there. Um, and considering, you know, like I said, considering it is easier to hip fire there, I mean, scoping in isn't, yeah, anyway. You get what I'm saying. Hopefully. But I don't. Anyway. <laughs> um, the aggressive frame SMG nerf will be happening at Season 21. A 10% BBE buff to sniper rifle damage is coming at the beginning of Season 21. Okay. Um, and the buffs and adjustments to more than a dozen exotic weapons, including Graviton, Lance, and Salvation's Grip. So, also, very interesting in the future. Um, I'm definitely going to, like, TLDR this because it's pretty much these three bullet points are the same thing. And essentially what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to separate damage falloff and weapon zoom. Because right now, they they definitely have gotten for a long time Rangefinder. It's a very, very nice perk to have. If you have Rangefinder on a weapon that can drop with it, you're pretty well set to go. Um, and a lot of like these you know, damage fall-off tunings they're doing, it, they're hitting zoom because it's... They're wanting to separate weapon zoom from damage fall-off, uh, so that way they can more easily tune like the damage fall off ranges for like entire weapon families and things of that nature. So they want to make damage fall off easier to tune. So like I said, they are trying to separate it from weapon zoom. So that way you can still get some of these weapons with better zoom for whatever reason you want that without having to give this case. Speaking of case, um, I do like the fact that they explain why we have a Kvostov. 
Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the the curious case of the Kvostov um, is essentially uh, in at least the one specific scene that I'm thinking of, of course, at the end of White Bulk. They wanted they didn't want a generic animation for when your guardian is taking aim at the ghost. Um, so they wanted something very specific to like you know convey the scene. Um, so they essentially decided on a default weapon to use uh, for these cases and this particular individual, James Myers, uh, the Cinemax director, pitched that they make the model the Kvostov, uh, because it is an essential part of Destiny history, uh, considering it was the solidified... Like, when Destiny launched... <laughs> it's funny, because in the beta, Kvostov was one of three weapons you could start with. Uh, but then when Destiny 1 launched, it was just the Kvostov. So it became a part of Destiny, and the first weapon... Pretty much everyone that's played Destiny since launch has picked up. I mean, they brought it back with the New Light campaign. So, yeah. That's that's why they settled on the Kvostov, and that's why we have a Kvostov in that scene. Because uh, kind of essentially, canonically, unless you started playing D2 before the New Light campaign, canonically, your Guardian has a Kvostov. At least in collections. Yeah. And they give an interesting um, slight sneak peek on the things they have to do to get a good shot. Um, like some very interesting like uh, lack of textures and modeling on a bunch of stuff. And uh, I'm assuming, yeah, that's Crow being helped up and like half of his model is in the ground uh, because of how <laughs> they, like it. they uh, <laughs> essentially <laughs> had to... Just to get him that like laying down perspective. Um, so yeah, so yeah, a lot of wonky stuff happens um, just to get a good shot. Um, and then of course a lot of very nice wallpapers. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this one with Marasov, like kind of oh, like yeah. knighting, the knighting the guardian. Oh my god, that thing looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and of course. Um, Nezarek's like awakening or the start of the raid, whatever you want to call it. Uh, giant. Oh god, what are they called? Bukas. There we go. Bukas, yeah. <laughs> um, also, this wallpaper of Nezarek is actually amazing because uh, you can, if you scroll down to the mobile ones, you see all of his eyes. <laughs> yeah. I he has a collection of eyes. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like. Holy crap! Anyway, they so yeah, a lot of a lot of nifty stuff. I mean, of course he stole them. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> why use them though? Like, oh. does he see out of him out of them? I mean, or, or they purely? Decoration? I imagine that thing. So it's in a circle. I imagine it rotates, and though he uses the one that he needs at the time for different focus <laughs> links. So, so basically, you're picturing Nezarak, kind of like a, a rotary like, dial. Exactly. Oh, God, the mask that the eye doctors use, like, click, that thing, yeah. better or worse. Click, better or worse. Click, oh, this one. Exactly. Okay. 
Gotcha. Three or four. <laughs> right. Five or six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like it. That's just what I was thinking. I mean, yeah. No, as soon as you said rotary, it's like that being a person that's been stuck in glasses since the third grade, that's immediately the thing I <laughs> that my mind went to. It's like better or worse. Click. Better or worse. Click. Oh, no. Here we go. This one. <laughs> yeah, he has options. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, that's the 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, a we usually don't go over like bugs and stuff, but this is could potentially be a big one because I believe it hit you, RNG. It hit me yesterday. Um, it hit me during Iron Banner Monday night. Yeah. I never get weasel errors, and I was getting some yesterday, and my internet was fine. Same here. And I'm like, what the hell? And um, I didn't know about this. After a restart of my computer, it seemed like it got better, but maybe that was just a coincidence. But I'm pretty sure it could have been this. Anyways, they say they're aware of an issue where attempting to equip certain loadouts can cause the game to crash. What's happening is there's old versions of mods that if you still have them slotted, even though it's the same mod, it can cause you to crash. So if you have any um, in your class items, any of the empowered finished mods, unslot them and slot them back. Yep. And I did. So I did that. So hopefully that won't have any issues going forward. Because yeah, they changed those empowered mods in the last patch update, not today's, but the last one. And for whatever reason, it doesn't always affect you. But if you had the old version still slotted, then I guess it can affect. Yeah, my void mod or void <clears throat> build I had, every time I tried to change to it, Monday night in Iron Banner, I'd get weaseled. Eventually, I just had to put everything on manually. And then I saved it. Overrode it and it fixed it, and I've not had the problem since. Yeah. So. Yep. So just wanted to mention that. Um, otherwise, that is the TWAB and all the information. Oh, yeah. So first, again, you know, as the week comes by, I'm like, yeah, it could be another. I mean, obviously, we don't usually do super long shows anyways, unless we have a guest. But I'm like, this could be really short, you know. But then Bungie drops. Pretty good twab on us today with some uh, weapons tuning that's coming up. And uh, seriously, people, check out these wallpapers. They're amazing. You know, see which one you like and you can put it on. Well, we talked about the raid. We talked about the twab. Anything else RNG or Kato wants to talk about as we start to slowly close out here? Anything you want to say about Sin? Well, he's not here listening. Oh, wait, he'll hear when he edits. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just laugh, RNG. I'll keep that for a chat. I'll just tell I'll just tell him face to face. Or via chat. Yeah. Uh and thanks again for everyone in the chat. A couple other comments. Um definitely yeah, thanks for Scoot and Helios uh you know writing us like definitely anyone who wants to put the work and time in can uh, chip away even before on the legend Avalon, it was doable if you you know put the effort yeah. in and stuff. Um, so I definitely, never... sorry, yeah. And it was Helios yeah. that I saw post the thirty-minute Ron run last week. <laughs> well, he did say you need uh, well skating though. Right I mean, yeah, it's it's it. Oh but yeah. still, he, you always need to do weird that, things. Yeah, yeah. There can't. There are people that can do it though. And again, well, so yeah, it's the, it's. Mm-hmm. It's that traversal section. 
that's yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I get that. I I get that. There's always going to be some you can call it a cheese or a compromise to to make those runs fast. I until this is how long it took me to understand that Cato. When I first started hearing about like 10 minute like um uh shattered throne runs, I'm like, what the hell? There's no freaking way. And oh, when I finally man. saw the video, I'm like, oh, that's how they're just going out of bounds and like sword flying to the end. I'm like, okay, then, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's speed running. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 no, it is. It, I mean, these are the exact same trick, like, you know, well skating, like uh, sword surfing back in the day. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. I freaked out when Destiny 2 was actually featured on uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. Um, and of course, hilariously, they had Dado on the couch commentating the speedrun. Um, but it was a Last Wish speedrun. And these guys, like, uh, it was back when you could, like, Warlocks could burst glide and just, like, absolutely cover massive distances with a sword. Um, and yeah, they finished it super quick. And I got super salty because at the end of that run, dude found not one, but two 1K voices. <laughs> Back to back. And it's like, okay, fine. You get an awesome time in a, in, in, in a speed run, and uh, you just get the exotic back to back like that. You know what? Fine. 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 Fine, yeah. Not only are you super talented, but you're super lucky. Fine. Some people can have it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that for most groups, that's going to be the time sink. Like the encounters themselves, you can get done quickly. It's just mm-hmm. that right there is going to be the oof. There it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you're right because even you know we've we've gotten runs easily without super trying hard, but like we've gotten you know our DSCs and other runs kind of in that forty minute plus or minus range. You know. Easily, but um, this raid will be a little harder, maybe, to do that, depending on if we can just get that. We, I'm sure we can. I, I don't even know if I care, though. I mean, I guess we will, because we're going to want to get past it fast. <laughs> when I did the day run yesterday or the day before, and I mean, I had a legit excuse too. I was getting a bunch of emails and phone calls. I'm like, guys, I'm going to jump out for a second. But coincidentally, good for me, it happened to be right after the second encounter. <laughs> like, you guys do the jumping puzzle, and I will catch up with you later. Fair. Yep. And I was very happy to leave. You know, there's the people that will leave the jumping puzzle because they don't want to actually do mm-hmm. the, the other raids, but I was happy to leave this one. <laughs> or like we did the strand run the last Saturday night. We just skipped it because somebody had the checkpoint for the boss. Yep. Or for the planets, excuse me. Oh my gosh, those are going to be so popular. <laughs> yep, just mm-hmm. do the parts and then checkpoint the rest. Uh, fun stuff. Well, uh, again, thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, let us know what you think on any of the above topics. Even if you can't make a show live, be sure to um, write us in the Discord. We have another um, offline question channel that you can put comments in or questions for the show and we will Um, Try to remember to read them afterwards. And for those of you listening and want to join live next time, uh, be aware that our show is most Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. So just look in the Discord for that information, and you can listen to us. And if you're not in the Discord, join the Discord, because it is a great source of information. 
where you can put memes of Sin's face saying bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone do that, please. Spam them away. In every channel. In every channel. Make sure you tag us too. Mm-hmm. Vote for sin. Vote for sin. <laughs> All right. Um, as we're closing out here, uh, RNG, Cato, thanks for being amazing people in the Discord. Anything you want to say where people can find you? Let them know your full names in the Discord, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you can find, you know, you can find me at Discord is RNG Gator, Twitter, all, all the same spots, same name. Yep. Cato. Uh, I do have a Twitter. I do not use it, but it is K Valermos if you really want to find it. Uh, in most of the discords, just at Kato, you'll find me. I swear. Under some sort of name. Nice. All right, Des, where can people find you? You can, of course. <laughs> God, Alex is murdering me right now. Anyway, <laughs> right? Jeez. <laughs> Like, there's a few weeks ago, like, when Kingsley had snow, like, a couple days after that, we were starting to get, like, 70-degree weather, so. And then it just, we started, we got, like, a cold snap, and just these past few days is, it went from slightly chilly to, okay, you know, window open, fan on, all good, to, my God, it's 80 in the afternoon now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, anyway. Flowers blooming, time of the year murders me. You can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Raven. You can find me across Discourse just at DS Raven. And of course, you'll find me in a myriad of names like Ishtar Des in our own Discord because Patreon. Yeah, Kingsley. All right. Uh, you can't find Sin anywhere right now other than as a meme. So just just post that. Don't write him. You can find me as Kingsley Mac, all the places. Uh, and you can find our show either on Twitter as The Guardian Hub or our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. Go anyone. To the best hub on the net. Thank you, Cato. <laughs> Sorry, I was entirely zoned out there again. <laughs> if not, like I said, it would have been okay. Man. Allergies. It's fine. It's fine. We don't even have to do it if we don't want, but I'm glad someone did. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for uh, tuning in this week, and we will catch you again next week. Have a good one. Later. Bye. Deuces. There's someone in the tower I wanted to say for After Dark. And if anyone wants to speak, just raise your hand. Come quadding. <laughs> K-U-M. <laughs> oh, that's their name. Yeah, come quadding was their name. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Hmm.